the, the, the games are over, but the game never stops. Never stops. This is College Football Overtime with Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon. we got to start with Jimbo Fisher because Jimbo Fisher has been truthfully I thought he I thought he won his job back. I thought he bought himself another year. The dude's fresh off of a 51 to 10 win against Mississippi State and then he gets the news that he's being fired. Um the news as of the time of this recording is not officially official, but as of Sunday they have a meeting with the with the team that's set up for later and I think Pete Thamel has one uh the Tex Ags who is the 247 sports uh team site for the Texas A&M. Uh, they are also reporting it. They're confirming those reports that, te- that Jimbo Fisher is going to be fired. As of now, it's a $76 million buyout, which is a known record for a head coach. Actually, it's more than double any head coach. That's a lot of money. And I, I think somebody, Andy Staples from On3, mentioned that this could be a $30 million day, and this could end up costing them upwards of $100 million in buyouts. It's just an incredible sum of money. Texas A&M ponies up, I guess, finally. Uh, but Jimbo Fisher, 45 and 25 in the last six seasons after coming over from Florida State. He won the he won a national title in 2013. He took him to the inaugural college football playoff in 2014. Just never seemed to put it all together over there at Texas A&M. Never, made, never won the SEC West. Never even, never really sniffed the college football playoff outside of 2020, when they finished number four, won the Orange Bowl. Abe, are you surprised by this decision? I'm surprised at the timing. As you mentioned, this kind of makes no sense. They won 51 to 10. Um, So I don't know why it happens now. Um, I'm not surprised overall. This is a guy that, as you mentioned, did not deliver. he, he comes to Texas A&M off of a national championship with Jameis Winston. Um, he hits top five recruiting classes pretty much every single year. Uh, every single team of his that we talked about is one of the best defensive fronts. There are guys littered in the NFL with his talent, and he could not put it together. And – we knew he could not put it together. It, it, it was obvious. They were never what they hired him to be. No doubt about it. This firing was a long time coming. We knew he was going to get fired at some point. Yeah. I, I just don't understand why it was after a 51-10 win as opposed Strange. to at other points in the season. That That's what's confusing to me. The fact that he's gone, the fact that they found the guys to pay his buyout, that's that's all expected. That's all right and good. I, I just don't understand the timing of it. Um, but yeah, look, look, Jimbo Fisher signed an incredible deal. W- one of the greatest coaching contracts in the history of contracts, like college, pro, you name it, doesn't matter. Like it was an incredible deal. Like his agent ought to pat himself on the back and he probably will with his buyout. But um, th- there was no doubt that we were all headed this way. There, there's no secret here that he was not able to perform when he was hired to perform. He was not brought to Texas A&M to finish second in the SEC West, third in the SEC West. He was brought there to bring championships. Yeah. Hasn't brought championships. So I'm not surprised, uh, but I just I don't understand why after a big win, as opposed to either other parts of this season where I thought there was opportunity or just wait until the end of the year. Um 
but game on, man. Like th- this is one of the best jobs in all of college football in, in terms of openings. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to see what they bring in next. Yeah. And, and originally at the time it was the, I, I believe it was a record for a college football head coach, 10 years, $95 million fully guaranteed. And a lot of that came because Texas A&M saw that LSU was willing to pony up and pay him. And I think that also kind of lends itself to some of the firing and the, the disgruntled nature of, of the Texas A&M boosters who have deep pockets. Uh, I, I mean, obviously by <laughs> just by looking at this contract, you know, they have deep contract or deep yeah. pockets. Um, but LSU found immediate success um, under Brian Kelly. Yeah. I mean, he comes in and he immediately goes to an SEC West title. And when that was the team that you were directly competing against, they go off. Of course, they they hire Mike at Orgeron. He goes and wins a national title. And it's just been a disaster uh, over there at Texas A&M. They've been 19 and 15 since his best result in 2020. That's just unacceptable. I, yeah. I mean, based off of the amount of talent, the amount of funds that go into the program, the and it just where they stand. And you add in the fact that Big Brother in Texas, no offense to any of you Texas A&M fans listening, Big Brother's coming into the conference. Uh, Texas is going to be here next year. Oklahoma is also going to be here next year. Friends, old friends in the uh, Let, let me conference. ask you, do, do you think that played a role, Garrett? Do, do you I think absolutely fact- think it played a role. If, you, if, you, if you think yeah. it didn't play a role, then I mean, I think we're, we're, we're kidding ourselves. I mean, it, it's it is a serious deal for them that Texas is coming in. Like they have right. to come in and compete at a high level because you're going to be losing recruits, you're losing donors, you're losing uh, eyeballs. I mean, it is a serious time for them. They absolutely need to be playing at the highest possible level when Texas and Oklahoma come in. And and look, it, it became increasingly clear that Jimbo Fisher was not going to be the guy to get it done. But right. quickly, before we move on, I do want to quickly talk about potential names that you could think about um urban Start, starts with urban urban meyer me. is a guy i i couldn't stand that idea but i, I get that but money, you money have talks. to at least force him to say no you have got to call him he, he, he's got him. too much of a pedigree every job that comes open i know we're dealing with like the hardball nonsense too like i don't care that he was at ohio state i don't care mm-hmm. like every one of these big jobs you have to at least ask him yeah. And if he says no, you move on and you have a whole list after that. You don't ask a single person until you've made Urban Meyer say no. And, and he probably sense. does say no, by the way. Like, I, I don't think he's getting back he into coaching. He doesn't strike me as a Texas A&M type of No, I, there was a time yeah. I thought he was going to get back into coaching. I'm not so sure anymore. Yeah. But you have to ask him. It starts there. Uh, after that, boy. Uh, it's the coaching carousel. Lance so Leipold. I've actually got, I got Lance a couple Leipold. names written down. Leipold's your next guy. Leip- well, Leipold just signed the new contract. I, I don't, don't know care. what that means. They just paid um, a $75 million buyout. You think you're not wearing a paid Kansas buyout? Come on. <laughs> a $76 million. Come on now. We got to yeah, get every, uh, every million counts. Extra mils, Lane Kiffin's Lane Kiffin's a name that's been floated. Granted, this is all still very fresh. So it's like, we you mean the guy that just lost 52 to 17. We'll get into that here in a second. Mike Elko (laughs) is probably Mike Elko would be my number one. If I'm Texas A&M, it's not very sexy, but I I think he would come in. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't know if he's big time football. We'll see. We'll see. We'll discuss his result on Saturday as well. Mike Norvell is a name that was floated. Dan Lanning is a name that was floated. Jeff trailer, university of Texas, San Antonio head coach. He may not be big time enough for them. Maybe they want a big splash like they got with Jimbo Fisher. Maybe they just want some consistency. Chris Kleeman, Kansas State, he's a potential sure. offer. Cliff Kingsbury, Kalen DeBoer, 
I mean, there are, na- there are names out there that could make sense for Texas A&M. If they're willing to go deep into their checkbook, they can make some of these guys absolutely consider coming over to Texas A&M. It's one of the best jobs in college football as far as financial support is concerned, but the pressure is going to be on right away. 